Yo, welcome to Spectator Sport, and I'm Zach Roach, along with my partner, Mr. Adi Wally. We got a big show for y'all today. It's training camp. That means we are doing a Bears season review. Football is right around the corner. I'm so pumped up. And to help us um, go through the season review, we got my man Coach Floyd with us. We got my man Boone in the building with us. Big show for y'all today. Make sure you go on YouTube, subscribe to that Spectator Sporting page, hit that bell. Also, like it. If you like it, it'll really help us out a lot. So please go ahead and like it. Uh, and comment, because we do comment. Also, check us out on Spotify. You can listen to the show. This will be up there very soon. The Chicago Bears got rid of, it's a whole new regime now. Mm. New GM, new head coach. Um, so a lot of things have changed. So the Bears are kind of in their rebuilding mode. No more Khalil Mack. Yep. A lot of players, a lot of defensive players gone. So, um, Coach, I'm gonna start with you. Let's talk about this QB situation. Justin Fields, who got drafted by the Chicago Bears last year, made some moves to go get him. Moved up in the draft to get him. Now those coaches and GMs that drafted him are not on the team now. So now you got Ryan Poles, who's inherited. Justin Fields, Matt, say his last name for me. Eberflus. Eberflus. Flusy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. New coach. So let's let's talk about this quarterback situation, coach. Uh, all right, you got Justin Fields, 11th pick in the 2021 draft. Uh, Ryan Pace made a desperate move to try to keep his job. Yep. Moved up. Uh, not a bad move. Not a bad move, but it was definitely a desperate move. Um, going into last year, I was just very confused. Uh, because they even after drafting, they said Andy Dalton was the number one QB. But then they said Justin Fields was the number two, and Nick Foles was the number three. That was very confusing. Like, okay, was Justin Fields ready? Was he not ready? I think Justin Fields should have been number three, or he should have been the number one. Yeah. Never the number two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was just crazy yeah. to begin yeah. with. But Justin Fields showed some flashes. Uh, showed some flashes, had a very good Baltimore game, San Fran game. Really, we were really excited after Pittsburgh game. But when you look over his overall numbers, they were bad. They Terrible. Were bad. Terrible. They were bad. Terrible. Uh, Terrible. 1,870 yards, seven touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Mm -hmm. yeah. 10 interceptions and 59% completion. Uh, of those 10 picks, six of them was on third down. And I understand third down, you just trying to, you got to get rid of the ball or whatever. But his third down numbers was really bad. Really bad. Don't know if that's the product of the offense. Yeah. Don't know if that's the product of him. Uh, he got sacked a lot. So it, it was a whole bunch of things that um, on film, yeah. on film that I could see as a coach coming in that maybe the coaches, maybe this regime is not sold on him. Uh, to add with that, I would just love to be in Ryan Poles. Ryan Poles come from a winning organization. Yeah. Uh, he was with the Kansas City Chiefs. I would just want to know what was his draft uh, well, well, how did he feel about him coming into last year's draft? Yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah. How did uh, the head coach or how did um, Luke Getzey, how did these guys feel about him right. before the draft? Right. Okay, this year they inherited this guy. Um, we all thought that they were going to go get some weapons to see could Justin Fields play. Yeah. They did the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. They did the exact opposite. They went uh, went defense twice. They went got a flyer third round. Valus Jones, who's probably more of a special teams guy. So what that tells me is they don't think they're going to win much, and they want to see what this dude could do without talent. And 
he's probably if he's if he could play, that's great. That's make their job a lot easier. But if he can't play, I don't see him being with this regime a very long time or them giving him too many shots at it. But and that's once again not probably because what he does for them. Maybe they came in with the feeling of we don't think he got it. Yeah. But once again, they're going to give him an opportunity. He's going to be running for his life or whatever. So, like I said, um, uh, Ryan Pose definitely came in and started focusing on his offensive line. He's going to try to give him protection. Might be one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Yep. He's trying to work with scraps or whatever. But Ryan Pose is definitely trying to rebuild this entire roster. Yeah. Whereas you look at the opposite of... Zach Wilson and uh, New York Jets, they went and got him weapons. Yeah, they, <laughs> they went last year and they got him a second round pick. They got him a receiver. They got running backs. They got tight ends. Yeah. They went and got him weapons. So that's the complete opposite of Ryan Posey saying, I'm trying to rebuild this whole thing instead of just focusing on the quarterback. Mm. If it's right, I don't know. If it's wrong, I don't know. But this QB situation is, I think they just going to let Justin Fields show us what you got, but we not necessarily got to invest in you. Wow. And you bring up a good point, too, because what what was also you got to realize this year's draft class is quarterback heavy. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of great, good quarterbacks. Yeah. It's going to be up with yeah. yeah, it's yeah. going to be It's a lot of good quarterbacks yeah. that's going to be. So that's, yeah. a, that's a very fair point. Hey, Bo, talk to me. What you think about this Bears QB situation? So the Bears QB situation, I'm going to the depth of the QB roster and we're going to about Trevor Simeon as the backup. Then we got Nathan Peterman as the third string quarterback. And that's not saying a whole lot. So right now, the Bears QB situation is in just we trust. All right. You're putting all our eggs in one basket, all in Justin Fields and just we trust. And I like the idea. You know what I'm saying? Let this guy. I've been watching this guy since I was shout out in a, a, um, a Netflix special TV show. Quarterback um, one It's a high school quarterback show. Yeah. I've been watching Justin Fields since way back then. And I believe in his talent. I believe that he's the most athletic guy on the field every time he go on the field with the speed, the arm, the deep ball accuracy. So I feel like he had potential. But last year, if you look at him compared to the other quarterbacks that I was drafted in the last year, number one, I feel like the best quarterback was Matt Jones, all right? Matt Jones had 3,801 passing yards. He had a 67.6 .6 quarterback rating, right? He had 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Now, compared to Justin Fields, seven touchdowns, 10 interceptions, only 58.9 uh, uh, completion percentage. You know, not good. Eight, like like uh, Marcus, Coach Mark said, you know, 1,870 yards is not bad. Not good, I mean. Uh, Zach Wilson, the other guy that was kind of on the bottom tier, he still threw for 2,334 uh, yards, had nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions, had a completion percentage of 55.6. Uh, pretty low. Pretty low. Not that good. Yeah. Not that good. So that's what Zach Wilson was in. Zach Wilson and Justin Fields was like those two bottom guys, and Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence was the two top guys. Trevor Lawrence had 3,641 yards, 12 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Okay, on a 59.6 quarterback rating. Not that good. 12 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. And he was highly touted. So all of those, all these, except him, uh, and then he had another guy for the 49 Trey Lance. And I'm not counting him. Who wasn't good when he played. He only played like two games, so I'm not really counting him. But the other four, 
Uh, everybody had a pretty pedestrian season instead of Mac Jones. Mac Jones was killing. Until he got blown out by the Buffalo Bills. I mean, players. that was a playoff game. Yeah. But the <laughs> overall season, 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He had a 92.5 quarterback rating. I mean, look, Mac, Mac yeah, okay, Jones. Yeah, he had a solid year. Mac yeah. Jones was the man. How many yards he threw for? He threw for 3,801 yards. 3,801 yards? Yeah, okay. Trevor Lawrence threw for 3,641. Okay. Justin Mac Fields only 1,870 yards. But Justin Fields uh, missed five games due to injury. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't start the first two games. Let me tell you yeah. something. Justin Fields yeah. only had 270 passing attempts. Wow, Matt Jones had 521 attempts passing the yards. Trevor Lawrence, 602 attempts. They was throwing the ball. But, boy, you, they they going to have more attempts and more yards because they played more games. They played, like, seven more games. Than I'm just saying, so you have more understanding about those two guys. Trevor Lawrence and Matt Jones, you can understand what they have because they have more attempts, all right? So you, they play okay. more games, all right? Uh, Zach Wilson played more games than Justin Fields, but only had 383 attempts compared to Justin Fields' 270 attempts. So I just, I, I seen more from those guys. I mean, look, Justin Fields, the bottom line, the quarterback situation is all about Justin Fields, and I'm, I just don't know yet. He can throw the ball deep. I feel like he's a great play-action quarterback. Run the ball, run the ball. If the O-line is good, run the ball, run the ball. Let him throw the ball deep, and he'll, 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 he'll throw the needle deep. So it's all about the scheme. Oh, man, the quarterback situation is like it's all all the ace in one basket, which is cool with me because if we lose, then we got a high draft pick, and we'll go ahead and get another quarterback. Yeah, I, 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 I hear what you're saying. I just don't feel like, you know, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Justin Fields has a lot of improvement, so I'm not saying he don't have improvement. I, I just feel like with the New England situation, they did it early. They released Cam. They was like, no, yeah, Matt yeah. Jones, and they had a plan had for a him. Plan. Yeah. They had a plan for him. I think when the Bears threw Justin Fields out there against Cleveland, they had no plan. With that, they had no idea what they wanted to do with him. Man, they had, he did a yeah. bad job. So I, I feel like the coaching level, like, and once again, this is all gonna be proven this year with Justin Fields. Like, mm -hmm. we gonna see. Mm -hmm. So we we can't really blame the coaches because he's now in training camp as the number one guy. Mm -hmm. He's a certified starter, so we can't go that route. Yeah. But last year, I don't think he was set up. For success. Oh, I agree. He was not set up for success. Um, the Patriots, Bill Belichick, who's office coordinator, what's his name? When he just got the Raiders job, uh, Josh McDaniel. Josh McDaniel is a great offensive coordinator. That's why he, I went to the Bears. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> he's a great offensive coordinator. He say, okay, I'm not gonna have try to have Matt Field. I mean, Matt, uh, what's his name? Jones. Matt Jones do all this. I'm a dink and dunk down the field. Mm -hmm. We're gonna run the football, and we're gonna make it simple as possible for him. You know, so I just think they, the Bears, they tried, He's they right. had no idea. He's right, they just dinked and dug, they kept, yeah. kept it simple. With kept it simple, the Bears had no idea. They tried to run Marcus, you, Coach, you bring this up, and it's a very great point. When you say they tried to run the Andy Dalton offense with Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. They tried to run like the, that. The red rifle offense. Yeah, yeah. the red rifle offense. Yeah. And you try to make Justin, Justin Fields beat the red rifle. That's not him. So I just think like it was just I just think, I don't think it was a great setup a great plan and, and, and I know this is a different show and it goes back to structure where the yeah. week of Cleveland where yeah. it's Matt Nagy saying 
Andy Dalton's our quarterback. Andy Dalton's our quarterback on Monday. On Tuesday, Andy Dalton's our quarterback. On Wednesday, they named Justin just Fields. Fields start, like, yeah. it's just the structure, I'm going to keep yeah, saying it. Yeah, like, just, like, makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I just feel like you can clearly, even going back to Mr. Biscuit, you can make uh, offense surround around Justin Fields' strengths. Like, I've been seeing this young man play ball since high school. All right, you can make an offense around his strengths. He can be good, but I don't, I haven't seen that yet. The Bears, if they don't do it, he's going to have another bad year. If they do do it, then yeah, he can be the best quarterback in that draft. But I don't know, I don't trust no office coordinator yet. Who's the office coordinator again for the Bears, for the guy from Green Bay? Luke Gessie. Luke Gessie. He talk a good game. He talk about playing, making a coordination around the player personnel, which Matt Nagy didn't do. He had a scheme. He had plays in his mind, trying to put a round circle in a square peg. Now, Luke Gessie's saying that he'll put a square peg in a square, in a square hole. So it could be great, because he's got to get clear skills. But when you use those skills or when you put the offense around his weaknesses, I don't know. So he could be, again, statistically, the worst quarterback in that draft for 2021. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Between him and Zach Wilson could be the they, they fighting for the worst spot. Trevor Lawrence didn't really play that. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is bad, but Trevor Lawrence, he got he got skills. Um, so we'll see. Trevor Lawrence threw for 3,641 yards. The boy was... He, he was good. He had 602. Picks, man. He had 602 passing attempts compared to Justin Fields 270. Yeah, you know what I mean? He, he was throwing that ball. He's playing that boy. So you have to sling the ball. Remind me of Peyton Manning rookie year. Peyton Manning threw a lot of interceptions rookie year too. 28 and 28. But he was slinging that rock, which gave him experience to be better his next year. So Justin Fields really didn't sling the rock to gain that good experience throwing the ball. So you got to tailor that office around him. Will the Bears office coordinators do that? Is the old line good enough to run the ball in order to create a good play action game for Justin Fields to play action, bootleg, roll out, throw that deep ball, send the yards down the field. He got all those kind of skills, but will we do that and set him up for it? I don't know. So the best situation right now is Justin we trust and the officer coordinator we trust. Would he put Justin Fields in the right position to be great? Mm. That's the question. Fair enough. Adi, let's talk about this Bears quarterback situation. All right, well, there's five second-year quarterbacks who was drafted in the first round who's hoping to have that huge sophomore leap. Uh, we talked about the Jets, Zach Wilson, the New York Jets, they uh, did draft the Buckeye wide receiver Garrett Wilson yeah. with the number 10 overall pick. The Jaguars looked out for Trevor Lawrence, they signed the former Arizona Cardinal wide receiver Christian Kirk to a $72 million deal. In the second round of the draft, the New England Patriots took the fastest wide receiver in the draft, uh, Tyquan Thornton from Baylor, and they traded a third round pick for the former Dolphin, Devontae Parker, so they got him to help out yep. Matt Jones. You have Trey Lance, okay, with the 49ers. Uh, they just signed Debo Samuel to a three-year contract extension. They already have a top three tight end in the NFL, uh, George Kittle, okay, to help out Trey Lance, okay? Now, what did Ryan Poles do for Justin Fields? He gave him a slingshot of some nunchucks in a gunfight, okay? <laughs> That's what he did for yeah, Justin yeah, yeah. Fields, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, in the second round of this past draft, Ryan Poles, he passed up on 
the Georgia Bulldog, George Pickens. Well, yeah. Unbelievable catch yesterday. Yes. Wasn't <laughs> he hurt coming into the draft though? He, he come up with injury, right? He was he was he was played, injured. He, he played late in the year. Yeah, 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 later in the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. championship. Yes, sir. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Uh, they also passed up on the Western Michigan wide receiver, Sky Moore. He's with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and hopefully this guy has a speedy recovery. Uh, John Minchie with the Alabama Crimson Tide. He just got diagnosed with leukemia, uh, cancer. I really love the guy coming out of college, but he's going to miss the season. Uh, but also the Cincinnati wide receiver, uh, Alec Pierce, okay, from uh, he's oh, with the Indianapolis Colts. I like that because I mean, I was really looking at these guys real hard before the draft, like, man, like, hopefully we can get one of these guys. None of them pass on all of them, okay. So, other than Darnell Mooney, who do we have at wide receiver for the Bears? Um, a bunch of four string guys are going to be out the league in two to three years, okay. Byron Pringle. Two re his best season was last year. Two receptions a game, 33 yards a game, five <laughs> touchdowns, okay? Who else so we get? Who else we get? St. Brown. St. Brown from the 2018 six-round pick hasn't done anything. Has a really cool name, okay? Can't pronounce it, though. Yeah. Uh, Daz Newsom, 2021 six-round pick from North Carolina. He hasn't done anything in the NFL yet. We got Nikhil Harry, all right? So we traded a 2024 seven-round pick. Uh, to the New England Patriots yep. for Harry. Uh, his best season was 2020, two receptions a game, 22 yards a game, two touchdowns. Okay? Wow. Who else we got? Tajay Sharp, 2016 fifth round pick by the Tennessee Titans. He hasn't done much since his being injured after his rookie year. He hasn't really been the same. Uh, we got Bayless Jones, who's uh, from Tennessee, third round pick rookie. He's like a kick return guy, okay? And uh, we got another guy, tight end, O'Shaughnessy. It rhymes with Hennessy, okay? So that's who Bloods the Bills gets. All right, so, you know what I mean? That's what's going on. And so, Boone's talking about some, you know, the thing is, it's like they didn't really give him a chance. Like Roach said, they didn't give uh, Jeff Fields a chance before last season because they didn't give him rest with the ones. We, he's not going to get a, a chance this year because they don't have no damn weapons. I don't care who you are. Wait a minute. I feel like the offensive coordinator is the key because if you run the ball, you do play action, you cut off half the field, you can scheme receivers open. You can just have a, a scheme. But they they can't open. get open. The reason why they're not good receivers is because they can't get open. If you, they could get open, they wouldn't be fourth string wide receivers going to be out the league by 2024. So look, we talk about, and they, I think their plan is to get what Rose brought up, people like C.J. Stroud or, or Bryce Young or even Kentucky's uh, Will uh, Levis, okay? Mm -hmm. Those guys, uh, I hope not, because you're not really going to know how good Justin Fields is after this season because he don't got no damn weapons. Yeah. But I would want them to take, they're going to have a top five pick in the draft. I want them to take a left tackle. We don't really, we got Riley Reef at left tackle, but he's a journeyman, he's mediocre. We need a left tackle, okay? And so, but they're probably gonna take a quarterback, they're probably gonna trade Justin Fields after this season, and you can get a bunch of draft picks. That's what it looks oh, like man. to me. But so this is what y'all don't realize about the Bears. Justin Fields could actually play good this season. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And they still could only win five games. I agree, Yeah, I agree. He could actually make a big leap, mm -hmm. and they still don't win that many games, just because they have so many holes in their tails, which brings me to this question. Boom. Other than QB, what's your biggest concern for the Bears season? I, I really want it. It's so many concerns. Jesus Christ. I mean, every position is a concern, including uh, quarterback, including the coaching staff, including the, the front office. It's just a big concern. And I was, I, I mean, I only can pick one because the, the, the head of the show, Adi Wally Potter, told me to only pick one. So. <laughs> Time constraints. Time constraints. 
So I'm gonna go with what's really interesting to me in my in my grit of football is the DBs. Okay, because they are clearly our best category on the team. Oh, okay. But will they actually reach my expectations? So we got two second round picks. We got a corner in, in Gordon. We got the strong safety in uh, Brisker. We got Eddie Jackson, who was the man come out of Alabama his first two years. Got that big contract. All right. And then we got um, the other corner, Jalen Johnson from Washington, who was a great, he seemed like a really strong, solid cornerback. And we got a nickel. We can have Graham back there, nickel. We got a lot of different Take on Young. Take by Young. So, but would they, would they mesh? Would they really be like the Seattle Seahawks back in the day when they had the um, Legion of Boom? This is like the potential. Because our front seven, our, at least our front four D linemen, is kind of weak in my opinion. So would the DBs be able to give those front four guys enough time to get to the quarterback? Would they cover long enough to get those guys to the quarterback? Because they work opposite. They work opposite. Either front seven can be good and the DBs is weak or the opposite. So we invest in the DBs. Would they help the overall defense? So my question, I'm concerned that we invested in the DBs and would it actually reap the benefits? Would we get the fruit for our labors about investing in that system? So if they're not good, then we all messed up. I think they have to be good because they they, they passed up on weapons for Justin Fields to get these these Brisker and and Gordon. So the pressure's on them to be good. If they ain't good, then it's like, damn, you might as well just get uh, the, the boy from Georgia Bulldogs yeah, yeah. and all these people, George Pickens and, and, and all these Scott Moore's. I heard them. mixed reviews about Gordon. I heard sometimes I hear him, you know, they had about four uh, practices so far, four or five uh, training camp practices. I heard sometimes he got burnt, then sometimes he made big plays. Brisker, I heard good things about Brisker. Eddie Jackson, I feel like he is good. I don't know what's been going on with him for the last couple of years. Jalen Johnson, in my opinion, is super solid. So I have hope for him, but if they're not good, like they need to be for this team to be our strongest position on the field, offense and defense. Our DBs have to be the strongest position for this team to win. What's the uh, six and a half? Is six and a half is the over under. Is the over under? If they can win, that DB's got to be killing to get over six and a half. So that's I, my concern. I do agree. I do think the DBs are the strongest, but um, Gordon is looking like he's going to play the nickel, and they're yeah. going to find somebody. Your door, door, door to play the outside. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying I was I was vision him doing because both. Most base defenses, most base defenses now is three corners. Yeah. I was yeah. I was vision him moving back and forth mm-hmm. between the outside and the nickel, depending on the play. Like he's always on the field, so depending I, on what's going on. I can see us with two linebackers in three corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adi, what's your biggest concern for the Bears besides the quarterback position? Run defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Bears had the ninth worst run defense in the NFL last year. Akeem Hicks is gone. We knew he was going to go. We know he was going. He's in Tampa Bay, about to get try to get a ring with Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised to see the Bears let the 25-year-old Bilal Nichols walk to the Raiders. He signed yeah. a two-year, $11 million deal with yeah. the Raiders. Eddie Goldman is over. Fine. Retired. We've seen it coming. Uh, he oh, retired. Uh, he did he sign with the Falcons. Yeah, he opted out the twenty twenty year, and after that, it's like he on twenty twenty pretty. He got much. paid though, right? He got paid before then, right? Yeah, he got paid. He had a ten million dollar contract last year. He played on a ten million dollar contract, but then he was gonna get some more money. But then the Bears cut him to save some money, but they still had to pay him some money, and so then he signed with the Falcons and he retired on him. 
and everything like that. So we lost three uh, solid linemen, and then uh, the Bears did sign Larry Ogunjobi mm -hmm. to a three-year, $40 million deal, but he failed the physical, yep. and now he's with the Pittsburgh Steelers Damn. on a one-year, $8 million deal. He lost $32 million. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of money. And so, now the Bears did sign the Charger defensive tackle, Justin Jones. Yeah. He was a 2018 third-round pick. He's coming off his best year, but it was 37 tackles, five tackles for loss. Uh, hopefully, the huge 340-pound Kyrus Tonga can have a huge uh, second year in the league. Uh, we got Angelo Blackston, Mario Edwards Jr., Mike uh, Pinnell. Mediocre defensive tackles, and I'm shocked. The Bears had 11 draft picks in 2022 draft, zero. Not one of them was a defensive tackle. I'm concerned about the run game. Going against uh, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones with the Packers just running all over us and stuff like that. Uh, you got the boys and Vikings. Oh, oops. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Cook. Cook. Yeah, Alvin Cook. Cook. Yeah. yeah, so it's just... Is it? Yeah, Swift. Yeah, they Swift for the Lions. Yeah, Swift is good. Swift is they good. actually, they actually, well, the Dalvin Cook. We like the team that always shut Dalvin Cook down. That might change this year. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do be shutting down Dalvin. So I'm, <laughs> I'm concerned about us stopping the run. Yeah, wish yeah. I think that three technique is huge to yeah. let them. For now we're in the four three. I feel like to let year, them run, linebackers roam. Next year, our first round pick should not be an offensive tackle. It should be a three technique defensive tackle. Mm -hmm. We in the cover two, Lovey Smiths type of uh, Tampa Bay. Type of defense we need a three technique, we need a Tommy Harris type of guy, we need that Warren Sapp type of guy. That first pick next year should be a three technique tackle. Let Roquan Smith make his job easier. Make okay. his job easier. Well, Roquan's gonna play the wheel. He's gonna play the wheel. He's gonna play the wheel. He can move more. Yeah. The wheel. Yep. So um yeah. concerns. All you hear about, all you hear about is um this team is going to lose a lot of games. I've been watching shows. You see the uh, three win, two win. Vegas got them at six and a half. Because um, they talk about all this lack of talent or the talent that they lost. You got you lost Khalil Mack, as we said. You lost Hicks. You lost A-Rob, Eddie Goldman, James Daniels, Jimmy Graham. 11 touchdowns last two years. You lost all of this talent. But you lost all of this talent. And they had only won six games last year. Yeah. They so that's go. very scary. <laughs> yeah. All of that talent only lost six games. So uh, that's that was, so my biggest concern is overall is, is obviously we know the lack of talent, but it's two groups. Uh, the offensive lineman, because I'm scared Justin Fields is going to get killed. Oh, yeah. And then what I want to talk about, and I didn't start hitting on it earlier, is the wide receiver core. Yeah. The wide receiver core <laughs> is horrific <laughs> and yeah. by far nowhere near bottom of the league is not even close. Yeah. If it could be number 33, it would be number 33 and you need 32. <laughs> right, it is not right, even close. Right. I know people are going to hate me to say this. Darnell Mooney is great. Darnell Mooney is good, but he's not a number one. Uh, well, let me tell you something. He's not a number one. I, I don't want to cut. 5'11", 175. Uh, he's our number one, though, but I don't think he's a number one receiver. Okay. Adi was looking on my notes, and he got to, so if he's our number one, who's our number two? Uh, you want to go with Pringle, you want to go with St. Brown, you want to go with uh, no Nikhil Harry, want to go with Valus Jones, want to go yeah. with Moore, all of these people who we're talking about, and Adi hit it right on the head, they've never even been a two or three before. Yeah. 
So now, my opinion, mm -hmm. you asking somebody who's never been a number one, believe it or not, he led us in receptions, led us in yards last Thousand year, yards. but A-Rod was still our number one. When you when a coach went against the Bears, you still had the game plan for Allen Robinson. Yeah. For whatever reason, we just didn't give him as many targets. So Darnell Mooney has never been the number one. Darnell Mooney will see the best corner on every team this year. That's a different that's level. That's a different that's level. Come on. Okay, and, and that's great. And I think he's going to have a great year. Yeah. But he has to have a number two. You got Byron Pringle, played 46 games in his career, 67 catches. Ooh. You got uh, St. Brown, 37 games, 37 catches. Ooh. You got uh, Nikhil Harry, 33 games, 57 catches. Ooh. Wow. So you have uh, Moore, who's probably had the most product productivity, 50 games, 78 catches. So. Out of this group, somebody's going to have a career year. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're a legit number two. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're a legit number three. Because somebody has to get the ball. Justin Fields got to throw it to somebody. So this group is not only bad, this group is horrendous. So hopefully, as you got to talk about schemes, hopefully, Luke Getsy could scheme up some things, could whatever, but yeah, it's going to take open. miracles. This offense is going to be horrific, and I'm talking about all-time bad, and it's going to start with the receivers. You guys, uh, it's going to look like some of those years, you guys think different. Those Johnny Knox years when if you can't go deep, you can't do it all. I mean, Johnny Knox went deep. And he went it. deep, though. He but, I mean, it's going to look like some of those years when you just look at our receivers, and I could see – uh, us having some numbers that we never seen before out there yeah. just every week different people lining up Yep. because yep. we don't have a legit number two we don't have a legit number three and we don't have a legit number four everybody is in their position by default yep yeah yep. I, I think our tight end Clement gonna really take up that number two receiving target okay. role yeah I think I he's think gonna have a great year